Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of the Greg Rich Ministries podcast. So honored and privileged today to have two very special guests. We have Marco Neves and Diego Tessianelli. And guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Amazing. Thank you for having us. We're going to have a great time. Yeah, it's going to be a great, really time now. <laughs> yes, and I've had you guys on separately, um, but now I'm happy to have you guys on together because I know you've spent some time together in Orlando and different places. And, you know, Marco, we just wanted to say congratulations to you. Your church is now about to turn one year old. You're going to have your first anniversary next week. And Diego is actually going to be with you guys. And so... Uh, I saw that and that's just awesome. And I just wanted to get your feeling. What is it like to be celebrating one year? Yeah, it, it's amazing, you know, Josh, because as we said uh, last time that we were together, like um, this church born was born in the middle of this uh, pandemic time. Yeah. I'm saying like uh, the word is saying just like uh, bad things, but uh, we uh, as a Christians, you know, like uh, we always have something good to say, you know, and with this church here established in Philadelphia area. Oh my God, you know, it's really good news. And we are so excited because my pastor, Pastor Diego will be with us. Uh, I'm gonna have a great time with him because he's coming on Saturday night and come back on Monday. I'm saying even, um, I know that is a special event, you know, on Sunday 13th, at 10 a.m. Uh, but I'm going to have also some time with my pastor. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an awesome time. And Diego, what is it like for you to watch him, you know, go and start that church and now be there faithfully for one year and now being able to go there after that year and see everything? Yeah, it's amazing to see how God's work in plane, everything, you know, we sometimes we feel like we are down here trying to figure out stuff. But when we look back, we see the God hands doing everything and just since we met first time, Marco and Rachel, this wonderful family, God was doing, we can clearly see that God is putting, has putting us together and he's doing great things. And we're so happy. I'm so happy to be there next week. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time to see, to check everything, to check every person that is going there and just to transmit them a little faith, a little help, you know, tell that we are part of one, one ministry. We're together in this and we're excited. I'm excited to go to Philly. It's going to be great. Have, have you been able to go there before? Or is this going to be the first time? Yeah, I went there twice. I think I went there twice. Yeah. We had a, I love, I love the place. It's totally different than Florida. Oh yeah. And the weather <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. Marco, you can speak to that, you know, moving from Florida, going to Philly, but you know, both of you guys are inspirational and I encourage anybody that's listening. If you didn't go listen to the first podcast we did with each of them individually, please do so because they have amazing testimonies of things that God did at the beginning of their Christian walk and then to lead them to where they are now. And it's just awesome to see where you guys are at. And man, I, I'm just thankful again. I've said it to both of you separately, but that you were on all on the same team together. I'm very thankful mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. 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 Diego, you know, uh, we saw the news that you guys, Verba Vida is going to be starting a school there in Orlando and it's going to be in Portuguese, right? All in Portuguese. Yes, all in Portuguese. We're starting now. Uh, July 30th is the first day. So we're very excited because it's it's been our hearts for, I mean, if you got to know the ministry, Robert Davida ministry, you saw that they are huge on teaching. Because yeah. we have 120 schools, Raymond's. And uh, now we have international schools, uh, Europe. We have more than 15 countries doing one school 
online. It is online, but it is like we're doing now on Zoom. It's not like an online thing, you just on demand. No, it's, you have to be there, you have to yeah. show your face and follow all the instructions. But we're so excited. We always have that in our heart. We know the power that it, that it that relies within the, those walls when you took together a time, when you put together a time just to learn the word of God. <clears throat> I was doing some maths. If I teach them three times a week, and if all the all my sheep goes and listen to me, which is is not average, but if they listen to me every single time that I speak, they're gonna receive something about 230 minutes. Wow. About 200 minutes of teaching every week. That's a lot. But yeah. none of none of them goes. But even if even 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 if they follow me that close, they're gonna get 200 minutes of teaching and inspiration and preaching, whatever. But during the school, you're gonna get 600 minutes every two weeks of intense class. So wow. it's 10 hours. So we're very excited because this environment produces a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? When you go, when you follow up the rules, when you put yourself in the position to receive, we know the power of, the, of a school. So I'm excited. I can't speak what two hours about the school here because <laughs> I, my life was changed. Marco's life, your life was changed. Our life was changed during this is cool. It's not something we do just to get a degree, to be a minister. It's, it's where we learn our doctrine, where we learn our vision, everything. So I'm excited. And yes, the school is starting now. And July the 30th, the first uh, day of school, we're having uh, some test drives, test drive classes. And uh, it's awesome because uh, we, we did a, we submit a different project. We're going to have a, uh, a physical school here in Orlando. But for example, for our members in Philadelphia and in other states yeah. that want to enjoy as well, they're going to be able to enjoy via Zoom. So we're going to have awesome. a, a online school for them. So we're very excited. And it's going to be, for now, it's going to be 100% Portuguese. So we're going to train our people. And then after they're going to launch a lot of Brazilians crazy, full of the Holy Ghost and fire and going to do it's an amazing <laughs> job for God. And I love talking to you guys because I know the vision that God has placed on you, not only you personally, but on the ministry is alive and well on each on, on the inside of each of you. And Marco, what is it like for you to see the first school being officially launched here in the U.S.? For me, it's like a, it's a dream uh, coming true, you know, because yeah. as, as you know, like uh, I really um, um, I met uh, Verbo de Vida ministry in Canada and I, I did like a Rima Quebec you know, for almost two years. <laughs> and basically, it's so amazing you know, to know that the school is already launched, you know, is is, 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 is ready to go. And uh, we know that uh, the power of this school, you know, what they can do in just the, not just in the church, not just in Verbo de Vida Church in, in Orlando, but they're going to really change a, a lot of lives in the whole country, you know. Uh, here in Philadelphia, the people are really extremely excited about it. I'm saying I didn't even know Diego did a live, um, a live, a live this week, and uh, the people from my church were saying, "Oh, I did a registration; it's done." They say, "Oh my God, I didn't even know about it." <laughs> but you know, like uh, these were uh, really good news, you know, because the things are happening so fast. The people are so excited. You know, they don't wait until the last day to do the registration; they do it right away because their hearts are open to receive that word, you know? And as Diego said, like, uh, you know, like I, I can preach here like uh, every day of the week, you know, uh, but we have the worship, we have a lot of things in, in the service, you know, but when you have like a people 
with the attention, you know, on the word of God, just for the class, they receive a lot. And my life was transformed by the yeah. word of faith. I'm saying, I know, I know exactly what's the, the impact, you know, in my life. And I'm so happy that everybody here in Philadelphia is going to receive that as well. And, and just remember, look, um, more than half of the church here is not from the uh, word of faith, you know, and yeah. I'm so excited about it. Man, and you know, Diego, you uh, you probably had this vision in your heart for a while, and now you're seeing it happen. Not only from you, but from Gutu and Mama Jan and mm-hmm. everyone there at the ministry. And now it, it's officially taking place. So we're excited here with you to see all the fruit that's going to come from it. And I would say, even for myself, when I went to Rama or, or Verba de Vito, they're they're real similar in what they do, but the the heart of it's the same. What happened was is I felt like I was able to be discipled in a greater way more than I could just getting that, you know, like Marco, like you were saying, when you're in the church service, you have maybe 30 to 45 minutes Mm -hmm. of teaching a week, maybe twice a week, but this is intense teaching and it's a place where your life is just transformed. And sometimes you don't recognize it at the time until afterwards. And you look back and you see, wow, look how much God was teaching me. Look at all the things that he did in my life during my time when I set aside this time to, to really go study. And Diego, how, how many years is your program going to be? Is it one year for now, two years? or We're going to have one year. It's going to be 18 subjects. And the last one, you're going to teach the word for about 10 to 15 minutes. But it's going to be 18 subjects and it's going to be for one year. And after that, we're planning a ministerial uh, school Though we just launched now in Europe, they're going to start a couple months ahead of us, and it's good for me because they're they're uh, a couple years uh, ahead of us, so they're doing, they're testing them. Yeah, I'm getting from them, so I'm following them. It's, it's, you it's, can it's, use the lessons yeah. learned. Yes. Yeah, it's awesome. So it's going to be 18 subjects. Going to be it's going to start on uh, August and going to finish in June next year, and we're going to follow all the calendar for schools here in Florida. And uh, it's going to be great. That's awesome. Is it going to be during the day or is it at night? Like after it's people gonna get off thurs- work? It's going to be Thursday and Friday's night, uh, uh, 7.30 to 10.15. Awesome. And I know there's yeah. some people that, that may be listening. If you're in that area and you speak Portuguese, we encourage you to go register. Diego, what's the best way for people to get information about that? Yeah, you can go. You can look at us on uh, Instagram and send us a message. We have a, the, the school cell phone available 24-7. It's a WhatsApp and text, whatever. So we can look for uh, uh, Verbo David Orlando, and then you can look for our phone there, and then we can connect with us. The name of the school is uh, Escola Bíblica Verbo da Vida. Escola Bíblica Verbo da Vida Orlando. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing our marketing stuff. And so we're going to, if you look for us, you're going to see something, then just connect with us. Yeah, and we'll put the link here in the the podcast as well because we want everyone that's listening. If you do speak Portuguese and you're in that area, yep. we encourage you to go do it. It's going to bless your life. But you know, both of you guys have been pastoring now. You know, Marco, now it's turning a year. Diego, it's been several years there, and just wanted to uh, kind of get your thoughts about what it was like to see the people in your church coming in maybe in a certain condition or a certain way, but being able to watch them grow and progress. What is that like as a pastor? And either one of you can start. Go ahead, Mark. 
<laughs> I, it's, it's amazing you know, because the same thing that happened in my life you know like how much I grow uh, on the world um, it, it's it's happening right now right away yeah. uh, you don't need to wait until like a years and years and even the people really start the, the uh, Bible school um, but but it's amazing you know, because yesterday you know we, we had a service and one of the members of the church came to me and he said to me I didn't I didn't mention to him he's like Marco Remember when I arrived here, my condition, my health conditions, and how I am now? Yeah, I say, yeah. And Diego knows exactly who I'm, <laughs> I'm speaking about. Uh, and it, it's amazing, you know, because this is not, this is not Marco. This is not the yeah. pastor. You know, this is not the church. It's basically the word of God working inside the people, you know, and, uh, and especially, you know, because you need to believe in your heart and speak with your mouth, you know, and people sometimes just believe in the heart, but don't speak, don't confess. And this is amazing because everything now come out from their mouth and they can listen to what they're saying. They're believing in what they're saying and the things are happening, you know, yeah. for me, it's amazing. And I just want to mention just one thing about the, yeah. the, the Bible school in Orlando, you know, because I know a lot of people now is looking that, you know, they're looking, oh, the Bible school is going to start. What am I going to do now? You know, I'm going to wait a little bit to see if worse wherever. But I can tell you right now, you know, if you don't register right now, we're just going to see next year what's happened there in people's life. And you're going to say, oh, I don't believe I didn't, I didn't register in all that time. I'm, I'm telling you guys right now, like I do the registration, do the school. Yeah. We will change our life. Don't just wait next year, you know, to see their, the other people's life, you know, just growing, just, you know, great things happen in their life and say, ah, what's happened in their life? The word of God. Yes. You know, just want to mention that. That's so good. And Diego, if you can share with us a little bit about seeing growth in the people that you've been working with. It's, it's amazing. It's one of the great things that we ever can see as a pastor, you know, and I had my birthday was in April and uh, my wife said, people are asking uh, what to give to you. And I, I, I was joke with her and I told her, just tell them to follow what I'm saying. And I'm saying, this is the best <laughs> gift a pastor can get. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because you can buy stuff for your pastor. You can, I mean, but when you sit and when you listen and when you receive the word of God as if it were from God, which is from God, your life is going to change. Yeah. So many people has, uh, it's hard for them to go beyond what they see. You know, you have to consider the anointing. You have to consider there is a pastoral ministry. There is anointing. There is a, a spiritual equipment. And if you just open your heart and receive the exhortation, receive the word, you're going to be transformed. And for me, that's one of the greatest gifts we can get. It's it's the same feeling that I have when I saw my little guy, Diego, who's going to start six years now next month. When I saw him obeying or sharing a gift or sharing a present or just following the principles because the principle got inside of his heart, I look at him and say, oh, well done. I'm doing a great job. Not that I'm done, but you see, you know what I'm saying? When you see that the principle you're teaching them got in his heart and now he's producing that. And I said, man, this is a great job for me. When I saw how he take care of the, his little sisters, how he helped them, you know, how he's... he's He's concerned about their safety, all that stuff. So, man, that's great. That's a great job. Doing a great job as a parent for now. 
I don't know about the next years. I'm going to, well, let's pray, but for now I'm doing a great job. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same feeling when you saw people growing and exactly the, what Marco said, it's not about us. It's not about yeah. the church. It's not about the events. I know those things are great. The appearance of things are great. But if you don't have the word, the pure, pure word of God that touched their heart, they're knowing that nothing's going to change their lives. It's just going to be entertainment. And that's why we are so precious in our heart to maintain that, 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 that how can I say, that river flow, you know what I'm saying? Teaching the word and walking yeah. in love. It's, it's simple, Josh. The word of faith we carry is very simple. Half yeah. of it is what Michael said, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. If we just learn that and learn how to walk in love, we can overcome every single thing in our life. Yeah. And I think too, you know, once you get in, you hear the word of God, you're encouraged about who you are in Christ, what you have access to, and you learn how to begin experiencing that. I think the next step naturally is now, how can I give this to, to other people? Yeah. And that's one thing with a church is it's a can probably be a challenge for some people is getting people to move from, I'm just coming to receive, but now I'm coming to give as well. And, you know, some people naturally, have been all people have been gifted by God, but some people just need a little bit of encouragement. And so I wanted to ask you guys, you know, whenever you recognize gifts and people, how do you approach them? You know, all there's in the church, there's a lot of positions that need filled that need help with worship, with social media, with every many different areas. How do you guys, uh, and we'll start with you, Marco, how do you recognize those gifts and people and maybe encourage them, not so that you can get something from them, but because it's actually been benef beneficial for them to start giving out? Yeah, I, I believe the good thing about the pastor, you know, because we receive some um, heavily information, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, even even the people doesn't know about it, you know, because sometimes you just invite someone, you know, like uh, I need some help on the kids church, you know, I'm going to start with the kids church that is always one of the departments we need most, you know, especially here in the U.S. and with Brazilians, you know, like we have a lot of kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and basically, you know, like, uh, what, what do we, I usually do? Like, uh, I really, we, we, we need to speak with people, you know. Yeah. We cannot just, like, uh, just watch people. We need to speak with people. We need to sit down with them. We, do, we need to do meetings and ask them, say, okay, what is your call, you know? Because I cannot define the people's call, you know. They have their own call. Yeah. What we need to do is, like, uh, just empower them on their call. But it, it, the special things about, like, uh, the, the small, I would say small, big beginnings, you know, is basically we sit down with the people, we, we speak with them and say, okay, if this is your call, but in, in the small, big beginnings, you know, like, uh, I need your help on that department right now. And as soon as I have everything structured, you know, and, and um, I'm saying ready to, 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 to have you be part of it, we, we're going to discuss later. And, and the great and amazing thing, like uh, I, I have that already in the church, you know, one person that we asked to help us in the kids' church and the person after came to us and say, Mark and Rachel, you cannot believe how much I'm loving to serve in kids church. Wow. I never in my life thought about it. I never plan. I never in my whole life say, no, no, everything 
but please do not give me the key church, you know? And suddenly, you know, like when the people start to serve, we start to work with the kids, we start to plan the classes. They said, oh my God, this is what I love to do. You know, in my mind was something, but you know, like the Lord is just coming some new things to do. And I'm saying like a really, 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 what you need to do in the church is to, is to really bring the people to serve. Yes. They need to serve whatever is, you know, like uh, if it's in the cleaning, if it's in the kids' shirt, if it's in the media, they need to serve. We need to serve. And one of the things that uh, the Lord spoke with us here in Philadelphia is like, uh, we don't need to just be in the kingdom of God, you know, just in that place. I, I'm at church. I'm at that place. We need to be part of it. Yeah. We need to serve. We need to act. We need to. We, we need to have an attitude, uh, and and this is what I love to do. You know, like I, in order to really um, see what the guys, um, I'm saying we're gonna land later. You know, yeah. because we're in the small, big beginning. Uh, we just need to put the people like a serving, but not serving anyways. Serving with the heart. Serving. You know, and I can tell you right now, if you. If we're available, you know, June 13th is right away here. But if you come here, you're yeah. really going to see what is like. Uh, because we are right now in a museum, you know. We, we bring you all the equipments, you know. We install everything, like uh, all the sound, all the cameras, all the chairs. And after that, we're dismantling everything again. You need to see the people, you know, arriving like a one hour and a half uh, earlier or two hours earlier to set up everything. But you know, smiling with joy, singing, you know, this is, this is, I, I cannot ask anything else, yeah. you know, people loving to be at the church earlier and leaving the church later. And in the end, they don't want to leave the church. I need to turn off the lights. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And I love, you know, just having the servant's heart of, I'm not doing what I'm doing for anybody but God. I want to see his kingdom grow. I'm not doing it because I want people to recognize me or telling me that I'm doing a good job. I'm just doing it from a pure heart. And I think that's what sitting under the word helps do is it, it prepares your heart. But then again, that next step is getting involved. And the place you get involved first may not be the place you end up forever, but God's going to teach you some things. And you may be asked by your pastor to serve in an area that you don't feel like is you know, your ultimate calling, that's okay. You may not be there forever, but you're going to learn some things. And Marco, I think you, maybe you told me the last time we spoke that you and Rachel maybe helped with the kids there in Orlando. Is that correct? That you got yeah, asked yeah. to do that? So. Yeah. We remember like a, one of the first meetings with Diego and Anna, you know, <laughs> Rachel came to uh, Diego and I said, please, you know, you can ask me anything, but Please don't, don't the kids church, please. No, 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 no. And like, a, I believe like a few hours later, <laughs> a few days later. Oh yeah. We're going to invite you guys <laughs> to lead the kids church. <laughs> but this was the best experience. Yeah. Ever, you know, I'm saying um, in, in the beginning, you need to really help you with everything. And uh, it, it's amazing to see how much we grow you know, serving, you know, even the place that we know that uh, we don't fit, um, uh, let's say 100%. But in the end, you see like, uh, there is no really fit, you know, it's just the way that you serve with your heart. Yeah. And Diego, if you want to throw in some things as well, that'd be awesome. 
Yeah, I, I go straight to the heart of the things, you know. For yeah. me, to be a Christian, it's impossible being a Christian and not having a servant heart. It's yeah. impossible. For me, it's one of the great things that happen with our lives is when we come to Christ, we change our lives completely. We repent our, from our sins and then want to help. There's something inside of you that want to be part. You just want to help people. You want to give because yeah. that's the sense, essence of God. He loves us so much that he gave. So once we got love, we got our hearts straightened up. We want to serve. We want to give. And for me, it's impossible to be a Christian and not serve. You know, I'm not saying that you have to serve at the church, but I believe if you are a real Christian, you are going to serve. You're going to help people around. You're going to, something's going to change in your heart. But I also believe that once that first step is taken, that you feel like your heart has changed, you also want to get involved with the church because the yeah. job, the work, the job that we got accomplished as a church, as a one church, is just a job, an amazing job that changes life, transforms life, train people to live for God, train these new disciples. How can you not get involved with that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What I counter is most of the people that don't want to serve, they have traumas. They have bad experience in the past those or some conflicts that they did not resolve the right way. So they have things in their heart that's, impediment for them today to move forward but they know they have to serve i have people here that come to the church they stay one two three years then afterwards he say pastor i know i have to serve but less church that i went but less okay whatever but you have to serve have so move along my friend get over it you know uh, you, you you have to know because this is safe for you sometimes people are just concerning about themselves 24 7 you know, I need that. I need that. Oh, I need to find this. I need to find that. I need that old door to build. Man, go start serve. Help another. Start, start to sow in other people's life. And God will see your heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes you're just involved in your life. Yeah. And I think, too, that really what you were saying, I, I believe 100%, is your nature changed when you accepted Jesus. And you were giving the nature of God. And God's nature is that of a giver. He loved the world, yeah, yeah. so he gave. So he demonstrated who he is, his personality, his his true character and nature. And when we received that, that became ours as well. So like you said, there is something within you that wants to give to other people. Yes. And uh, again, it, it's doing it from a place of you're, you have to understand you are complete in Christ, first of all, when you begin serving. I'm not doing this for anybody else. I'm just doing it because I, this is who I am and this is what God did for me. And it's like our reciprocation back mm-hmm. to God is by serving other people. And, you know, I like what you said, too, about moving on from past things. And I think there's probably, you know, you brought that up. I know you're led by the Holy Ghost, but that's kind of where we wanted to go next is talking about there's some people that, like you said, were hurt either by their past church area or other Christians, and they're not able to move past like this almost invisible wall that they just keep hitting and they never go past it and truly fulfill what God wants them to do. Both of you guys have had experience probably in your own lives having to overcome things, but also seeing people at your churches having to do that. What would be your encouragement? And Marco, we'll start with you if you don't mind. Um, What would be your encouragement for someone who's just needs to get over that next last hurt or that last pain that's holding them back yeah yeah i believe the first thing like uh, it's, it's true. um the, the people need to understand that, that god is good yeah. you know they have a really good father uh, i believe that the 
biggest thing that is happening right now is just the religious things, you know, that the guys have in mind. Like uh, they have a father that, um, you know, bring bad things and everything. We, the first thing is really to teach them who, who they are, you know, in Christ. And I believe when they understand that love, you know, that is that exceed any any thoughts, you know, they 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 really start to understand. Okay, um, I'm I'm hurt, but there is nothing related with God, you know, because they are hurt and they always put the claim on on God, you know, what's happened. Yeah. And and basically the first thing to to let them know, like, uh, doesn't matter the circumstances, it doesn't matter what's happened, is not God. This is the first yeah. thing. And after that, really uh, trying to bring the experiences, you know, what's happened in the past and, and trying to discuss what's happened and what you can do, you know, to really heal that problem. But but I believe, you know, like uh, you know that, but one of the things that we really focus on is the love of God and yeah. that love change everything, you know. I said to the, the members of the church, yes, you know, I said, look, uh, you know, guys, be, be ready to be loved by me, you know, and probably you're going to be, you know, you're going to be um, I, I, angry about me, you know, because I'm going to love you in a level that you guys never seen before, you know, probably going to do things for you guys that I, sometimes I didn't even, I, I never done for my family. But don't be angry with me, you know, because this is the love of God. You know, the love of God is like this, you know. We say, oh, my God, what, what did you do that for me? You know, and I, I'm saying, you know, like uh, this, this love involves everybody, you know. The love, yeah. the, the love agape, you know, like uh, the God's love. Really, it's, it's amazing. And it's, the first thing is really to show who is God, you know. Yeah. Who is our almighty father, you know. Who is who, who is the one, the creator, you know, that did everything for us and is the one that wants to bless us. Um, I believe this is the first thing, you know, because when you are hurt for something, you know, like I don't we want to even to speak about, you know, the problem. But when you understand, like, I, you know, like a God's is, it's, it's, it's love, you know, as the word of God says, you start to open your heart and start to speak, you know, because the, the first thing that people is doing, like I just retract themselves. They don't want to speak about it. They just want to keep isolated, you know, and if you see in the word of God, like I always, uh, you always need to be connected. You know, yeah. you cannot be um, alone, you know, alone. It's, you're never going to produce anything, you know? And uh, I, I believe I, I start with it. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I heard somebody say one time is you cannot allow what someone did to you mean more than what Jesus did for you. So you cannot Amen. allow the hurt that somebody did to you to mean more than what Jesus did for you. And so I feel like there's times that your focus is so much on what other people did to you. And what happens is people actually start assigning their value to what other people did or what they said and your value was eternally established by the blood of Jesus. Your value was determined before you were born that you were worth the blood of Jesus. That is your value. So that's your starting place. You're not trying to get there. You're starting from that position. So no matter what anybody does to you, says to you, treats you, that is your baseline, your, your position. And I think it's important. Um, you know, the hurt that comes, it happens in our soul. Our spirits are complete. 
We're healthy mm-hmm. spirits, but we have attacks on our soul and we have to remind ourselves. That's the importance of renewing the mind. As you guys are well aware, it's a continual <laughs> yeah. process because what happens is a new situation comes and you know, you've got to remind yourself who you are, your value, your purpose, why you're here. And that'll help you move forward instead of getting stuck in that place. But Jay, I'd like for you to share a little bit as well about that topic. Yes, I think, Josh, that if you got hurt, it's because you'll probably have some problems as well. You know what I'm saying? Like if you are in a fighting, you're in a box fighting. You, I mean, you're you're there to box. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But you, you you need to you need to learn how to flow, navigate. But at the same time, I don't know. It's just. Uh, because some people are just different. Like if you yeah. if you if you take a punch, you're gonna react different than me. We're gonna react different. We, there's multiple ways we can react. But after that reaction, we all are gonna come to a conclusion. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna put a significant a significance to it to it. And that's yeah. the problem where where people choose to isolate themselves, like Pastor Mike Mark just told us. Because man, you gotta learn. I love conflict. I love dealing with conflict because we are always, yeah. we are always growing with conflict. If you follow the Bible, Bible, there is no problem with conflict. It, it's written all over the place, all over Moses, David, and since Adam, even Paul, the disciples, Peter and Paul against the guy in synagogue, Paul against Peter, Peter, Paul against John Mark, all over the place we have conflicts. Time where our souls are excruciating. I mean, there, you know what I'm saying? But there is no problem in having conflicts if you know how to deal with it. Because we're mm-hmm. going to have conflict. It's like a marriage, you know? We all came together for, from two different families. Now we are living this, under the same roof. Of course, we're going to have conflict. But how we'll deal with the conflict, what, what things we allow us to do during that time, that's going to make a difference. So Jesus wasn't afraid of conflict. And I mean, he, he, you saw how he treated the, the Pharisees. He called them all, you know, I mean, all the names he could remember, you know. Yeah. Um, he was very tough on everybody. But there is no problem in conflict. The thing is, once you got in a conflict, what are you going to do? Are you going to follow God's rule? Are you going to, I mean, speak yourself, open up your heart? You know, because we're going to have conflicts. We are we're together all the time. We cannot, we cannot, uh, uh, how can I, how can I say? We cannot preserve ourselves. We cannot protect ourselves for, for not getting hurt. Because you're exposed. 24-7, you're exposed. You're dealing with relationships the whole time. If you don't, it's like COVID. You don't want to get COVID, get inside your home. Don't leave your house. Don't let anybody come to your home. But who can leave that? Nobody can live that. You're not going to have COVID, but you're going to have depression. You're going to eat wrong. You're going to get anxiety. You're probably going to be dead as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, if, you, if you're not exposing yourself because you are afraid to get hurt, that's not the problem. The problem is yourself. It's your identity. It's, the problem is you don't have a structure to deal with people. You don't, you don't know who you are. You don't know what value you have. So there's more problem that come with it so as a pastor when i saw those conflicts when i saw those things arise i'm not really interested in the conflicts because the conflicts we can set we can judge 
we can set apart the emotions and see just the reason and see the points. But my problem is when I saw people's life, things in their heart that they need to change. So they ha you have to have a greater view of yourself Mm -hmm. When it comes to a conflict, when you are dealing with those things, because you got, you you have to be able to see if you're growing or not. Because sometimes it's like it's like our kids. If you go to a conflict, you just want to know who is wrong, who's right. No, I did that first. No, you did that first. No, I said that first. There is not the matter. The matter is how you are dealing with it. What you have in your heart. Are you open to to ask forgive? Are you open to say, man, I'm gonna learn. I'm sorry. I wasn't. You know. Because some people, are, they just want their rights. And you may be, you, he may be right, but if you don't have that love that Michael said in your heart, it doesn't matter, man. You, you, you're going to be right, but you're going to be by yourself right. You're going to die alone because nobody will love you. Nobody will be by your side because you are too right for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So there, if you're talking That's to so that, true. we can spend a lot of hours because there's so much. There's so much things in our heart that we need to see ourselves. So I'm not afraid of conflict. I'm not afraid of talk to anybody because yeah. we need to have that. And we, if you are following God's for our life, you remember uh, the prophet, he said, God, God told them, put a level, you know, put a level on people, put a level on the people's God. What a level means. I mean, he's going to, back in the time, it was a, just a, a, hope, a rope and have something heavy, heavy in, the, in the end. It's just to level people to see if they're walking straight in the word of God. That's why we need to that's what we need to do with our lives every day. And you put the word of God. My opinion doesn't matter, your opinion doesn't matter. We are all full of Jesus Christ and we are under his his commandments, which is love yeah. people. So let's move forward. Who is right? Who is wrong? Okay, whatever. Just say forgiving. Let's go. We're gonna change. Yeah. You know, that heart needs to be that way. Because if it's not like that, you're gonna fall you're going to fall later or soon you're going to fall. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just to compliment that, uh, Josh, you know, I, I truly believe like uh, if you don't have conflict, there is something wrong, you know, or yeah. someone is hiding, you know, uh, feelings, emotions. Yeah. Uh, and, and as a pastor, you know, we really need to be ready to, for conflicts, you know, um, and um, I'm saying ready is not to fight, you know, it's just to mm -hmm. listen to understand what they are feeling and what what is the emotion involved on, on this subject. Uh, but I, I'm telling right now, if you do a meeting, a leadership meeting, and nothing come come from the meeting, like a no conflicts, like a no discussions, something is wrong, you know, or nobody's really paying attention to what we're saying, or nobody <laughs> really cares about what is being discussed. I, I'm serious, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the good thing about the discussions is too, we are able also to listen the suggestions and understand, you know, because sometimes we are not, you know, like a, we, are, we are not 100%, you know, like a right, you know, we need to listen, we need to understand what the, the people are, are, are trying to say and, uh, and after that, take the decisions. I'm saying the decisions... This is one of the worst thing. This is one of the worst thing when you when you have your opinion based on your judgment, you never are going to know the truth if you doesn't ask. It, this is the horrible thing that's killing the body of Christ. People are just yes. judging and base their opinion in their own judgment, limited judgment. So this, this is horrible. That's why Jesus said, if you have anything against your brother, let your offering in the altar go back. Talk to him. Ask him. You know what I'm saying? 
exposed. And so many people, they don't want to get exposed. They don't want to give a voice to their feeling because they say, I'm good now. But wait a minute. If you are good, you're supposed to be good 100%. You're not good. You know? Yeah. So this is perfect. And I think one of the things that needs to happen is, uh, again, there needs to be almost a movement of humility again, oh, where yeah. people are humble and they say, my opinion may not be right all the time. My judgments may not be right all the time. And being okay with admitting that you're wrong, I think that helps a lot. And you guys, maybe even as pastors, have had to maybe tell people, you know, I thought this was right. It didn't work or, or whatever. But that's right. humility. It's not a sign of weakness to admit that maybe you missed it or maybe you didn't do something the way it should have been done that shows strength and you know i i just love what you guys are saying about not being afraid of conflict because diego you had mentioned it but that's how we grow when there's conflict mm -hmm. when there's things going on it sharpens us it helps us it causes us to grow but i will say this too that you know as you're giving and as you're serving and as you're loving other people you are making yourself vulnerable and what I mean by that is you can't be afraid to be vulnerable because that is what unconditional love is. When you yeah. love somebody, when you give to somebody, you cannot go at it from a heart position of I need them to appreciate me. I need them to love me back. I need them to do any reciprocation. When you're giving, your true nature wants to give just because that's who you are. And so don't be afraid, you know, you open yourself up to being hurt when you have an expectation of reciprocation that you should never have in the first place. <laughs> Unconditional 100%. love. And, you know, that's uh, looking at Jesus. When he went to the cross, he knew there were going to be people that rejected him. He knew, but he still said yes to those people that he knew would say no to him. So he made himself vulnerable. The, the cross was the ultimate vulnerability. He was saying, I love the whole world, whether you accept me or not. I love you. I, you draw your line in the sand and you're saying, this is my position. However you respond is you but this is me and this is where I'm at. And I always liken it to, you know, both of you guys are married, have kids. When you had to propose to your wife, that was a vulnerable position, right? Cause you had, <laughs> when you got down on the knee and you proposed, you were saying you have the opportunity to say yes or no, but this is where I stand. This is my position. I want to spend my life with you. How you respond is on you, but this is where I am. And that's what Jesus did for us. And that's the same way we have to live our life, especially serving in the church or, or even just loving our family. We have to do it not based on how they're going to respond, but just because we're doing it out of the goodness of our hearts. But we have just about three more minutes here. And I just kind of wanted to give you guys, both of you, an opportunity. But this time went fast, guys. It was a yeah. oh quick one. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't even share, you know, the good, know. Uh, the good stories, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. So that's why I wanted to to get it to. I know we waited until the end, but Marco, if you've got anything you want to tell on Diego or Jago, if you have anything you want to tell on Marco, please do. I'd love to hear some things about your guys' relationship and time together. Do you have anything, Marco, that I was going to say? <laughs> we, ha we have so many, Diego. Yeah. <laughs> Which one you picked? I, be, I believe I, I'm going to start with the beginning, okay? okay. I remember like uh, when the Lord um, brought me, you know, like uh, the, uh, the strategy, you know, how, how I'm going to be uh, with uh, Diego, you know, in this beginning. Uh, I called Diego and said, Diego, we got the strategy, you know? We're going to move to Orlando and I'm going to be flying, you know, every week. And Diego, 
turned to me and said, Marco, no, no, please, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's crazy what you're doing. Say, no, 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 Diego, I'm telling you, what's God? You know, what's God? We know that. We have peace. And he said, okay, if it was God, it's okay. No problem. <laughs> At that time, you had to wash your hands, Diego. You're like, you said it was God. <laughs> yeah, because he he was working in another state, and yeah. we're going to start a church in Orlando. He said, I'm going to stay. I'm I'm going to fly out every Friday and fly back every Sunday night and leave my family the whole week. You know what I'm saying? Thing. I cannot ask that. I said, Don't do that, Mark. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I wanted to say, Mark. Okay, Mark. We're going to be together. Let's yeah. say Man. His family's going to miss him five days a week. Yeah. And he, when he got here Friday night, he's going to work at the church. And he did. We work at the church Friday night, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, the only time he had taken up was during his flight back to work on Sunday night. That's the only time he, he, he would rest. And it was Very intense. Cool. It was years of intensity. You know, I cannot say Mark will do that. I said, no, Mark doesn't do that. Okay. No, stay with her family. He said, God told me. God told Okay. He's in charge of it because I cannot be responsible. You know, it's too much. It's too much to ask for somebody. And they did. They were amazing. Yeah. And, and Marco, I, I think you you had mentioned it. I don't know if it was in a text or our last podcast. You had mentioned that Diego actually had a problem with pronouncing your name uh, when you guys oh, first Oh, my met. God. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, this was pretty amazing, you know, because uh, I believe like almost one year, Diego. One year or more, me, yes. Yeah, he was calling me like a one uh, one year, like a Marcos, you know, with the S in the end. Yeah. And one day my wife came to Diego and said, I don't believe you, you know, like uh, Marco is here <laughs> almost mad. like a one yeah. year or more and you still don't know your sheep names. It's, it's crazy, <laughs> you know, she really come hard on him. And after that, Diego just not pronounced my name correctly. He is the only one that knows my whole name, my full oh, name. Yeah. I'm saying <laughs> Every I probably time not even my mom knows my full name now, you know, but Diego's knows. Every time now I call him, what's up, Marco Tullio Garbin Valinevi? Marco Tullio Garbin Valinevi. Every time I know his name, yeah. <laughs> It was funny. All you you just needed that <laughs> one correction from the wife, and that was that was right. it. You were forever. And I know, and I know hers too now. I can call her Pamela because it's her middle. Nobody knows. Uh oh. She has a Pamela in the middle. Yeah. She might not be happy that everyone knows that now, but that's all right. Well, <laughs> yeah. One, but, other, one one other story that was really good to me was the minister asked us to go to Miami to spend a couple of days before I went to Brazil. This was before going back to Florida to start a church. Because at first they, they want us to go to Miami area. I don't know. And we went there and Marco and Rachel with the whole family, they flew there and they helped me a lot. And the last day we spent like three hours just packing the bags. And it was, it was like, we had like, or we were moving, right, Mark? We have like 20, I don't know, uh, 12 Four, bags, 14 yeah, bags. Remember. It was crazy. There was no way I could have done that without them. And they were just amazing. They just show up there and help us doing everything. And, uh, man, they were always helping us. And we yeah. we bought, we Brazilians, I don't know if you know, but we like to wrap our bags. You know the wrap thing you put yeah, in the bags? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. But, it's, but they charge a lot at the airport now because it's like $50 each bag. So I went to Home Depot and I bought the paper, the, 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 the plastic. And we were wrapping, like, we spent like two or three hours just wrapping my bags and all that stuff. And it was funny. Man. And and that paper, um, I just throw, you know, like the rest of this, like uh, last year, you know. 
just got rid of it just now. <laughs> just now. Yeah. And, and another uh, really interesting one was like uh, when we arrived in the airport, like uh, Diego uh, dropped um, all, all the luggage off, you know, like a two really huge pile. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, and he went to um, um, uh, drop off, drop the car off in the rental car. And uh, I went with Ana, Dieguinho, you know, like uh, these two piles of bags. And we went to the um, uh, flight attendant, the, the guy that was just going to check in the bags, you know. And we arrived there. We started to put all the bags, you know. And suddenly, you know, like uh, Diego arrived, you know. And the guy looked to me and looked at Diego and looked at me, looked at me. Who, who is the husband? Who is Diego? I was like, no, he, he is Diego, not me. <laughs> you know, the guy started the process because I believe he saw that two piles, you know, that you start you know, really quick here. And uh, this is, was Man. amazing because uh, you remember, Diego, you guys are was in a rush in, in the time. And I believe yeah. this helped you guys to take the flight. <laughs> oh, yes. That was, that helped us a lot. Yeah. We, we had a good we, if you start telling, you know, we're just going to keep just, coming. We have more stories, more and more stories. Yeah, it's fun. Man, I, it's just I'm so happy for you guys that you guys have been such a divine connection for each other, but also for our ministry, Greg Rich Ministries. Thank you guys again for always being willing to jump on with us. I know that people that are listening have been blessed by your stories and the things that you have to share. And so we can't thank you enough, guys. But just a reminder, June 13th is going to be the one-year anniversary for Word of Life in Philadelphia and Diego's going to be there. And then also, you, remind me the date again, July for the school. 30th, the first day. July 30, 30th? Yeah. 30th. Okay, very nice. So guys, again, we're going to put the links to both of their social medias. Please go follow them. Watch everything that's going on because they are growing, they're expanding. And guys, just thank you again so much for joining us today. It was an awesome time. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Josh. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. See you, Marco. <laughs> See you, Josh.